Welcome back everyone to another episode of the Councilman Podcast. I am your host today, Albert Baradharma, and it's going to be a little bit of a different episode today. I am here on my own for this week's podcast. And the reason being is we want to take a little bit of a quick break. And also because we actually did something from this past week, which we thought you guys might enjoy. And it's also based on, it's, it's a combination of both your request and our we want to try it out and see what happened. And yeah, so today I'll talk about that. I will talk about some potential news topic as well as I just finished watching all the Harry Potter, re-watching the Harry Potter TV uh, TV show, the movie series, including the Fantastic Beast. Um, and I just want to talk about my experience on that. So it might be a little bit of a shorter show because I'm on my own. But yeah, here it is. Here's the podcast. And let's just start with my a little bit of status for quarantine as usual. I'm still here. College is doing all right. Exams has been a little rough with the online version and all. Studying has been mostly, I guess I can still video call with my friends. Um, and sometimes I just talk to them, but I haven't really done like a group session of studying. I just focus on my own. I wonder how is it for you guys who are working out there? I know most of you are just doing, uh, you guys are doing a, like a working from home. And some work can do that. Some work doesn't uh, allow you to do that. So I'm sorry for those of you guys who are unable to work. But yeah, I really want to know if you guys are working from home, what are your experience like? I want to hear it. Uh, reach out to us. Uh, I don't know what what ways we can help. But, you know, we at the Councilman Crew, our goal every single week is to try to give some entertainment for you guys. So, you know, hopefully this short episode will be good enough entertainment. And then this upcoming week when we do drop what was going to drop, it's going to be a lot of fun for you guys as well. But yeah, um, like last time, I have been cooking a lot from, from home. My cooking has not improved. <laughs> I just, I've just been cooking this exact same thing. But, you know, at least I'm learning how to handle the spatula and everything and whatnot. I do work at a restaurant and I do cook, but they have so much more utensils and ingredients there more than I have at home. So I guess there's an advantage there. I think given, if I was given an unlimited ingredients and I have a good amount of uh, like the utensils, like if I were put in the, if you guys have seen MasterChef, that show, I used to watch that show a lot as a kid, not only because I was a fat kid and I love watching food, but because it's just, the competition is cool. I like the competition aspect of it and seeing the techniques of them cooking and seeing all the kitchen and the judges and all the like the dramas and everything is really entertaining as well. Some of the competitors are fun to watch. Some of them are fun to brew for. So it's, yeah, but uh, going back, if I were if I were placed in a MasterChef kitchen and I have unlimited in utensils and unlimited ingredients, I feel like I can create something quite spectacular because I know I can cook. I just, sometimes I'm just too lazy to, and when I'm home, I don't have the ingredients. But if I'm given, I know I can. And I wonder what kind of stuff I can uh, mix up. Like the other day, this probably doesn't sound so fascinating, but I made a salmon teriyaki fried rice and it is the best food I've made so far while in quarantine. And it's the ingredients are very simple. And that was, at least you might be laughing and like, oh my God, salmon teriyaki fried rice, that's so easy. Albert, what are you talking about? But for me, that was a big accomplishment, you know, because I've never done it and it turns out great. And that was some quite simple ingredients. But if I'm given a little bit more, maybe I could do something more fancy, you know. I've always wanted to try to make a souffle. I've never been into baking. 
but I feel like baking could be a lot of fun if you know it right. Um, I know a friend of mine who loves baking, uh, uh, and she she has invited me over to bake sometimes or even just test out her baking. She lives quite a quite a few blocks away, so as in this quarantine, I cannot do that. Even though she's baking a lot more and she's just sharing all the pictures to me, and I'm like, God damn it, I want those. But yeah. Maybe I'll maybe I'll get to baking one day. My sister used to make souffle. She calls it souffle. It is not a souffle. Uh, but my sister used to uh, claim that she makes a souffle, and it does taste good. Whatever, whatever she did, it's it's more like a it's like a cupcake, but it's airy. It's like an airy poppy cupcake, and I guess that's what souffle is supposed to be about. But her texture is just not right. But I respect the the passion and her attempt on trying to make it. Because it did turn out pretty good, and I like it whenever she makes it, even though I know it wasn't a souffle. Uh, and yeah, she's definitely a better cook than I am. If you know who my sister is and you follow her on social media, uh, yeah, she posts a lot of pictures of food. And yep, she's good at cooking. That's all I'll say. I'm here. I'm not going to post my food ever unless it's very, very good. Uh, so most of the time, I just make sandwiches and stuff. Talking about sandwiches, if you guys have seen Birds of Prey or the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn, there is a sandwich from that uh, film, which looks incredible. It's the one with the eggs and the bacon and the cheese and the um, hot sauce. And it looks incredible in that film. I thumbed that to make one at home. I did it. It's great. I don't have the hot sauce, but I use my own chili. And it's fantastic. And I love it. Uh, it's, just, it's just really simple. And it's so good. If you haven't seen the film, uh, just and you don't want to watch the film, well, if you want to watch a film, go for it. But if you don't want to, just find Harley Quinn's egg sandwich on YouTube and you can find the sequence that I'm talking about and they make it look so good. And yeah, it's it's such a great scene. And try to, I guess, I guess yeah, if you're at home, experiment with food. Experiment with food. You can do a lot of stuff with food. Um, it can it may be something, maybe you make a mess, but maybe you suddenly found a secret passion for cooking and you can, you know, you can become a chef or something. You're, it's never too late to pursue something. Like going back to Master Chef, I believe the girl who won the first season, her name is Whitney Miller, and I think she was in college when she does that. I think she dropped. She she doesn't drop. She had a pause from college. I think she was twenty one years old, and she ended up winning the whole thing because she had a very recent passion to cooking. I think it was like just a year or two two years that she's been very passionate about cooking, or even several months, and she's just very talented. And you know. Maybe during this time, you really find a passion for cooking and you can find a career in cooking. I don't know. It's possible, especially if you're at home and you have nothing else to do better, you know? So yeah, um, tell me, once again, tweet at me at Jayavradharma or tweet at the Councilman Show uh, or just share a live or whatever and tag us and like, hey, this is what we're cooking right now. Um, just showing it to all of us and I'll definitely retweet it on social media. Uh, just show your food options because, you know, I want to drool from back home knowing that I cannot cook those or order those. And I'll just be watching all your food and I'm like, yep, that's going to be good. <laughs> I don't have it. Uh, but yeah, once again, really, seriously, just share it with us and it'll be, it'll be a lot of fun talking about it. And yeah, uh, once again, Kelvin and Arik and Tegu, uh, they want to be on the show. One reason why they're not here right now is because I overslept. As you know, time difference, I wake up in the morning there at night. I overslept, so they're like, uh, well, it's kind of late here, and I'm like, I don't want to force them, but we, I want to, like, we don't need to upload an episode, but I feel like we should because we have been doing so well, and I just decided to do this mini one. 
And yeah, just give them a quick break, a week break, I guess, especially since we do record it. And talking about food, that's the thing that we did. As you recall last week's episode, we decided to do a mukbang slash commentary video. And that's what we did. Over the past week, we did a mukbang plus commentary video on the 2019 atrocious film, Cats. And that went well. I thought, I, as someone who has to edit the whole thing, it went great. The commentary, it, uh, we had around so some technical difficulties in the beginning, but we're able to overcome it. The commentary track is hilarious. It's a lot of fun. Um, you guys get to enjoy us chewing onto the microphones, which hopefully you guys, uh, uh, hopefully you guys can endure that. Here, here is what I can tell you. As someone who have to watch that whole, watch the movie once, and then I have to watch the movie all over again because I have to edit the commentary clip. I have to commentary. I have to edit the commentary, meaning I have to watch it all over again, making sure nothing inappropriate comes out of it. I have to censor some stuff. And I have to hear not only the film again. Sometimes I hear Calvin being like, on the microphone, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's going to be annoying, but there's nothing I can do about it. It is a mukbang after all. So, yeah, we did a commentary plus mukbang for cats. We explained our food in the beginning. Hopefully, just drool from that. Probably not. The food wasn't that good looking. Uh, but, yeah, the cats commentary video. It was a lot of fun. Definitely, I highly recommend it, especially if you want to hear more of our thoughts. If you've been willing to, willing to watch cats, but you don't want to watch it on your own, here's a perfect time for you. Play the commentary track as soon as you watch it, and you guys will enjoy the film as much as we did. And we didn't enjoy it very much because the film was not that good. But I assure you, we would have less entertainment if we watch it on our own instead of watching it together and just making fun of it. Because that's like the best part of it, of us making fun of the film, complaining. And yeah, that commentary track will be uploading soon. We were planning to upload it on 15th of April, which is my birthday. We're going to do it then. That's the plan right now. The full commentary track has been done. I have edited. I have it on audio and on video, so it should be available to upload already. What I was hoping to do was to actually do a highlight reel of the best clips because you guys know uh, like some commentary track on YouTube. Like The famous one is pretty much it. If you guys don't know them, I highly recommend you guys checking them out. Pretty much it is a fantastic uh, crew of Eric Striffler and uh, Jacob. I forgot his last name. Jacob Shaw. I believe that's his last name. And they do they do commentary tracks on film, and they're hilarious. I actually went to one of their live show in Chicago, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, and yeah, that's one of our inspirations to do the commentary track. And I tried to do a highlight reel like they do, but... I couldn't figure out the YouTube algorithm. Every time I upload a version of the highlight reel, because the highlight reel is basically us talking over it, and I also put clips from the film. But the thing is, every time I do that, YouTube blocked the video. I have uploaded six different versions of the of the app of the video, all of them with different versions of clips, and I edit it. I put watermark. I I mirror it. Whatever. I couldn't get it to work. YouTube always blocked that, and no one can ever watch it. So I'm I'm still trying to figure that out. If I can do that, then I'll upload a highlight reel. But if I cannot figure it out, then I'm not so sure. I have to, then you'll probably just have to uh, down, download the full commentary track without the actual clips. The highlight reel is just something just to, for people who probably have shorter attention span, just to maybe get our attention growing, you know, uh, to get a fan base from the commentary track uh, audience that they might enjoy. But if I cannot, if, I, if it doesn't work because of YouTube, then I don't know. I don't know what to do. But it was it was a lot of fun to edit and it was well 
it wasn't that much fun to edit. It was a lot of fun to record and to compile together. You're watching everything back was fun. Editing was dreadful once again because it was two hours video, two hours of cats once all over again and trying to select which one is the best one. It's just a lot of work. But you know, if it doesn't work and I cannot upload it any of the idea, what can I do? I might actually, I don't know if I'm gonna do an audio version of this, but I might put a, uh, I mean, I'm not gonna do a video version because I'm afraid the whole episode on YouTube is gonna get blocked. But I might, for the audio only, I might put a audio version of the highlight reel at the end of this episode if you guys want it. And I might actually do that. If you guys don't wanna listen to it and you just wanna wait for the full commentary track, just skip it at the end of the episode. I'm gonna put it there anyway. But yeah, I think I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna put an audio version of the comment of the highlight tale. Maybe it will entice you guys to actually um, to actually watch this app to watch the full commentary that I can download it uh, free of charge. We're not charging you guys anything. It's just going to be for your entertainment purposes. And we actually during that commentary track, and you will find you will listen to it. We actually talked about some other films that we might consider doing. So. As, as soon as the commentary track drop, the next day or so, I'm gonna put a poll on Twitter and Instagram asking what our next commentary track would be. And it has, we have, we're gonna debate it out, but we have some options and I think it's going to be a lot of fun, whichever, whichever one it ends up being of the, all the films that we discussed. And it's going to be, it's going to be something related to our childhood. So it's going to be something that we've already seen and we just already watch it and it's going to be, it's going to be fun because we don't have to focus on the story. We, just, we can just talk about it and talk about the experience and making fun of it, you know, it's going to be great. And I think it might it might turn out better than the Cats one, because this one is an experiment, with once again, with the mukbang. Um, I don't know if we'll keep the mukbang going, maybe, maybe not. But the technical difficulties was an issue in the beginning, once again, like I said. But now, since we know how to do it, I feel like the next commentary track is only going to be better. And in terms of editing, I feel like I'm going to get a groove of it, and it's definitely going to be better as well. But yeah, that's it. Stay tuned for the commentary tag that's gonna be dropping on April 15. And if I can do the highlight reel, I'm gonna do that as well. And yeah, let's take let's talk a bit of news. Um Robin Hood Disney is they're they're having they are doing a Robin Hood Disney film, live action. I I'm not a fan of this idea at all. Um, I thought Lion King was a waste. It's not good. Jungle Book was great. I thought Lion King was really much a waste. The original is so much better. They really didn't do justice to this film. It was it was dull. It wasn't that entertaining. And I don't see anything new about it. And if they're going to do something like this as well, especially Robin Hood, there's no human characters and the animals are bipedal. Bipedal? Bipedal? I don't know how you say it. They walk on, two, they walk on their hind legs and they're talking. If they're going to do a, a, a version like The Lion King, it's not going to work. It's going to look weird, especially once again, since they're all standing up. If they're gonna do a CGI hybrid of like mocap and whatever, I don't know how that's gonna work too. I'm not, I really don't want this. When they when they announced the Stitch one, I was like, eh, I guess the Stitch can work. If Stitch looks like Paddington, maybe it will be nice. But I really don't want this Robin Hood one. I've never been a fan of Robin Hood in the animated film. Uh, I know lots of people do it have its own fan base. I wasn't that big of it. I didn't grow in that generation, obviously. And when I do rewatch it, I, I'm not the biggest fan of it. I'm, I'm never a fan. Oh god, I'm yawning. I'm never a fan of Robin Hood in general. The story, I always find it alright. It wasn't. It isn't my bread and butter. So yeah, them doing this is like fine, but you know, eh, I'm not too interested. I haven't watched the Lady and the Tramp one on that on the Disney Plus. I don't know if it's any good. But yeah, that's. I want to know your thoughts. That's. I don't think it's. I don't care if they have a good cast or whatever. 
just I'm I'm not a fan. I don't I don't like most of these Disney remakes. The one that I've actually liked is Cinderella, Jungle Book, and Aladdin. Beauty and the Beast was fine. I like it when I first saw it, and I don't have any I don't have any reason to revisit it. I do like the opening scene of Belle, though. That's probably my favorite thing of the film, which is not saying a lot. And I uh Dumbo wasn't a fan of. Uh, I'm excited for Mulan, but I don't know what's going to happen since that's not, ha that's not getting released yet once again. But yeah, I want to hear your thoughts. And talking about thoughts once again, I, like I said, I rewatched the Harry Potter film from start to finish, one to seven, as well as the Fantastic Beasts. I actually watched Fantastic Beasts first, the both of them, and then the Harry Potter films. And yeah, Fantastic Beasts, uh, the first one, it was better than I remember. The second one was worse than I remember. But I don't want it's they're good and all, but I want to talk about Harry Potter just because I grew I grew up with them, man. I grew up with the Harry Potter the Harry Potter uh, film, and there's something special. There's really something special about them. I I remember the first one that I the first one that I saw was definitely the first Harry Potter film, and it was my dad brought me. I used to have this small iPod Touch, or was it an iPad? I cannot remember. Can you, if you can watch a movie on iPod Touch, and it's probably an iPod Touch. If not, then it's probably an iPad. But my dad had this DVD, and he um, he put the DVD onto the iPad, and I was able to watch it. Um, and it was the first Harry Potter. It was the first Harry Potter films, and I and I really adore it. I remember it, and then the second one kind of scared me with the basilisk and everything. And then the third one scared me even more. And I think my love for it, my, my love for it started in the third one. And then it goes to the fourth one, the Goblet of Fire. I really adore Goblet of Fire for the longest time. And I think I, I think I was, I think I was in six. What year was it? Goblet of Fire was 2004. What year? 2006? Let me check that. Goblet of Fire release date. I shouldn't know this. Goblet of Fire was 2005, and so the um, Order of the Phoenix was 2007, right? Order of the Phoenix, 2007, yeah. I think I was, what year was I in 2007? I think, was I eight? No way. I was eight years old when, when Order of the Phoenix came out, wow. I think I watched it after I was eight. I'm pretty sure I watched it around... Oh, fifth or sixth grade, I think. I I remember this vividly because a lot of my friends sort of sort of brought me back into the world because it was for a yearbook photo and they picked me to dress up as Harry Potter. And if I can find a picture, I'll share it on my social media. I don't know if I can find it. I don't know if I have it, but I I remember it so much as a kid that I was Harry Potter and it, it felt so special because I'm like, oh, I'm the boy who lives. I'm the chosen one. It's so it's so uh, it's it's so cringy. But yeah, if man, if I can find that yearbook and if I can find that picture, oh, I would die. I would die to upload that. I'm actually gonna ask my mom to see if she have it. But yeah, um, regardless, I I sort of stopped watching after the fifth one when I was younger. I don't know why, and I didn't jump back for a while, and that's why the sixth one never really resonated for me until I rewatched this 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 time around. And I do really like the seventh and the eighth one, which is the seven books split into two. But yeah, man, all the Harry Potter stuff, it's it's incredible. It's 
as much as I love the MCU, I think really my first taste of film inside of Back to the Future is really the Harry Potter ones because you get you not only it's so amazing world building, but you get to live with these characters. And yes, MCU ten over ten how many over ten uh, over how many ten years twenty two over movies you watch them, but you don't watch them grow. And there are like three Captain America movies, and yes, Captain America appeared in many films. But and and yes, they have at least several movies in every year. But Harry Potter, they almost have a film every other year for ten years, and you get to see them from when they were a kid, from the when from when they were ten, up till when they were almost eighteen, seventeen, nineteen, and you actually watch them grow up, like literally grow up. And aside from Game of Thrones, I do not, I cannot think of anything other show that you actually see the characters grow up in a way, or movie that you see the characters and you follow them grow up like that in over how many of how many couple of years. And it's just amazing just to see them. And I literally, the fact that I rewatched them over the past of a couple of days just now, and I'm like, man, a few days ago, I was just watching little Harry and little Ron and little Hermione, and now they're an adult and they already have kids and everything. And I know they're a fictional character, but they just make me like, oh, it's such, it's so magical. It's, and yes, pun intended, it's just so magical what they're able to do with the film and with the story, J.K. Rowling. As much flack as she got recently, I really think she's she's an amazing writer. And she, the world that she has built with all the wizarding world, uh, with the Harry Potter stories. And yeah, it's just the lore is incredible. Uh, all the Hogwarts stuff. It's it's great. I if I can if I can do a podcast one day in the future and just talk about Harry Harry Potter all day, I would love to do that. And I know some people who would love to do that as well. Just reach out to me if you want to and we can make it happen. I I, I love to have guests around. So yeah, there's that. But man, Goblet of Fire, I'm, talking, I'm thinking about that. Goblet of Fire is very underrated. It's right in between. The music by Patrick Doyle is fantastic and Mike Newell directing it. It's the only one that he directed. Patrick Doyle is also the only one that he composed from the Harry Potter films. And I thought, just because as a kid, I really like it. Now I like it too. I can I can see some of the flaws in it. But just like the aspect of the tournament is really interesting and the competition and making friends and seeing all the that the Harry Potter world is not just the wizarding world, not just British. They really open it up to to the French, the Barber, uh, the Barbadooks. What is it? The Fleur de Where is Fleur de la Cleur from? Fleur de la Cleur is from. I don't know how you say it. Boba Box Boxbaton House. Uh, yeah, and then uh, there's also the dumb the dumbstrang dumbstrang dumbstrang. What is it? Darm the Darm Darmstrang the Darmstrang. So there's two R's there. Darmstrang Institute. That's where uh, Victor Crumb is from. That's the uh, Bulgarian Institute, right? Uh, so yeah, it is. Yeah, it's expand the world to it, and then the Order of Phoenix really expand the history of the Harry Potter world, going back dates and making it more serious. And yeah, I can see the flaws as well. And yeah, I I know they did her bad, and I never realized this until I never realized how bad they did her until this one. And I think they also cut her off because I think her story is bigger. But Cho Chang were treated like trash in the Order of the Phoenix. 
Uh, I like her in Goblet of Fire. It doesn't help that when I was a kid, I used to have a huge crush on Cho Chang, played by Katie Leung. Um, I really do. I really do have a huge crush on her as a kid when I was younger. And yes, they, they treat her like they treat her badly in Order of the Phoenix. And like the the fact that spoilers, the fact that they used the Verata serum on her to reveal to make her uh, reveal the position of the where the Order of the Phoenix hide, but they didn't know that until the very end, and they still didn't talk to her, and they sort of treat her like rubbish, especially Harry and all. And I feel bad. I really do. Especially since she's handling the death of Cedric the Guri and everything. It just sucks to be her. And ever since that, you rarely ever see her smile anymore. And she's always sad. Even in the Deadly Hollows Part 2, she makes a brief appearance. I think she have a bigger role in the book, once again. I never read the book. But they really cut her role short in the films. Even though I really do like her character, they focus more on Luna Lovegood. And yeah, Luna Luna's great too. And I really do like Luna a lot. Uh, but yeah. I, you know, after all this downtime, and I, I know I still have school and all, but if if my internship gets canceled and I am just staying at home over the summer and I'm not doing summer class because I, I don't think I can do summer class due to the amount of um, credits that I have to take in the school, I, I might actually just for the first time, like the only novel that I've ever finished, start to finish, is the Hunger Games trilogy. Hunger Games, Catching Fire, and Mockingjay. And that's why I'm so, I so love the franchise like so, so much. Just because of my book experience and watching the film and it turns out great. But I already love the Harry Potter films. And I wonder if I should read the books. Because I know I love it. And I just, I don't know, I don't know. Something about, something about me just, I'm too lazy to read, to pick up a book and start reading. But I feel like I will get absorbed into the Harry Potter world right away. I know the story, and I feel like I feel like I like it, especially knowing all the details. Because here's what I was doing when I was watching it, rewatching it. Yes, I like it a lot, and like sometimes I'm still confused with some stuff. And I actually go to the uh, Wizarding World wiki, and they have some stuff that they mention in the wiki. I'm like, that doesn't happen in the film, and I'm like, oh, that happened in the book. Wow, that's so fascinating. That uh, there is all this stuff that they mentioned in the book that they don't have in the film, and I'm like. You know, it's 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 so good. It's very interesting. Like when I was thinking, when I was watching it, like as much as I love the films, my heart really wants to hang with them longer. Like I wish there was a TV show, which like the daily life of the people in in Hogwarts, especially those particular kids. And I'm like, when I was thinking about that, you know, they have that, and it's called the books. The Emperor sure they do that in the books. They expand on it more than they can in a two-hour film. Expand on all the lore and all the story and what happens and whatnot, and I think it will be so much, it will be so much more interesting than what they have in the films, even though the films was fantastic. But you know, I, I'm really tempted to do it now. I really, I really, I really am. I don't think I'm gonna be able to do it while I'm still in school right now. But if it's over the summer break and I have nothing to do, I might actually do that. I think it might be a lot of fun. It will be a lot. It will be great for those of you who are listening and have read the Harry Potter books. Tell me. Um, is it worth it? I'm pretty sure you guys will say yes, but like convince me more to do it because I'm really tempted to do it right now. But yeah, there's that. And I, man, I, it's, there are some of those franchises that once you see, once you watch it, you want to jump back to it. Back to the Future is one for me. Raiders is one. The MCU is one. 
And Wizarding World is up there too, definitely. And when uh, a couple months back, I had a recency bias over Game of Thrones. And this might, uh, I might have a recency bias over Wizarding World too, because I just watched this. But thinking over it again, I really think Wizarding World is just below, if not surpass, my love for the MCU in terms of a franchise. And then Game of Thrones is down below there. But yeah, it's just, it's, I love it. I really do. I really love that franchise. But yeah, it's almost 30 minutes in now, and I do want to put that clip in the end of it. So I think I'll wrap this up right now, and thank you guys for listening. It's a shorter episode, so thank you guys for tuning in, as always. Uh, but yeah, stay tuned for that commentary track. I'm going to make it available for the audio feed. If you guys are, if you guys are just an audio listener, you can, you can download it on the audio feed this April 15th on Wednesday, uh, U.S. time. If you guys are watching it on YouTube, then go to my YouTube channel at Jaw Movies and the audio track, our commentary track should be there. Hopefully it doesn't get blocked because I didn't put any clips in there. So that should be fine, right? Hopefully it works all. And yeah, follow us at The Councilman. Sorry, follow us at Councilman Show on Twitter and Instagram. Check out our podcast at The Councilman Show on Twitter, Instagram, not Twitter, Instagram, on Apple Podcasts, uh, Podbean, Spotify, whatever it is in your podcast feed. Uh, leave a message on Anchor. Tweet at us at Twitter and Instagram. Uh, if you want to ask questions, feel free to do so or DM me. Find me at Dharma on Twitter and Instagram. DM me if you want. I like the conversation with you guys. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, follow Calvin at KYA27. Follow Tugu at PG3399. Follow Arik at Arik Andrea. And yeah, that's all. And until next time, the councilman has spoken. Most critically acclaimed movie, Cats. <laughs> I prepared myself a rice with broccolis with uh, with like beef right there, like Yoshinoya style, and then I, I throw some eggs on top. The eggs sort of backfired because I was going back and forth between my phone, the live stream, and cooking. <laughs> I, I, tried to put, I tried to put some cheese on it, and I don't know where the cheese went. So, cheese is somewhere there. I got tacos. I got food from home, man. I'm local boy. I'll be missing this. I'll be missing this. It's just yes, right. I, I actually missed it. I got, I got McDonald's. Derek. Oh, you're basic. You're basic. <laughs> I, I got basic Parasite watching from the worst movie to the best movie. <laughs> okay. Can't just Spider Man climb onto the walls. I don't think that's how they do it. These actors were trained to walk like a cat, which is insane. Yep. They're actually trained to walk like cats. They have a guy that teaches you how to walk like cats. <laughs> And this is what they came up with. I don't know how they that in real life apply. The, oh faces my God. Are st- the faces are still so disturbing, man. It's disturbing, man. Yep. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> the song is really poppy. <laughs> I'm hyped now. <laughs> I'm not liking it right now. We've lost the man. <laughs> We've lost the man. Man down. Man, man, down. man down. No, cat down. Uh.
Oh, definitely lost the man. <laughs> some of the cats is wearing shoes and some of them isn't. Or am I saying things? No, no. Most of them are naked, and then there's this one cat with a hat. Like it's not gonna cover anything up. Cat, cat in the hat. <laughs> cat in the hat. <laughs> oh no! The bad guy is coming. What happened? The only thing that's keeping me sane right now is my food, and I'm running out of it. So. <laughs> I'm losing my appetite. <laughs> Me too. I'm losing my appetite watching this. <laughs> wow, there is no single scene which doesn't have a normal dialogue. It's all... This is Le... No wonder Tom Hooper is doing this. This is like Lemis with cats. Like, Dude, Lemis at least still have some dialogues, you know? A little bit dialogues. So far, no dialogues so far. At least Le Mis has a clear story. <laughs> this is the French Revolution. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Oh god! Oh no! Look, they have actual dialogue oh. and they're not singing. Yeah, <laughs> we're safe. It's like three sentences. I don't like that magician cat. I really do not so, like that, that James Corden. That's definitely James Corden. God, I hate him so much. Yes, look, he's, she's roasting him. <laughs> Oh my, Buster for Jones, that's your name? <laughs> no matter what he says, Cal, you're just gonna hate it anyways, it's James They really built like gigantic sets. No, here's what I'm thinking. Like, I was saying this because this is how the cats see themselves. So we see this from the perspective of a human. We just see normal cats jumping around. <laughs> I wanna see that movie. <laughs> and then I think that would be better. <laughs> so like you see you see the scene and then the next scene literally like just cats jumping up the room messing stuff. Yeah. It's just meow 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 instead of singing. <laughs> Honestly, if if the human sees the cat like this too, like why would they keep them as pets? No wonder they got thrown away, you know? Does <laughs> <laughs> this compare to 1917 again? Oh no comparison. <laughs> No comparison. <laughs> I think what? I mean it. No comparison. Don't even bother trying to compare. <laughs> it came out on the same time. <laughs> Here's the thing, but like I said, I've just literally shut off my brain and I'm just absorbing what's coming in. <laughs> I'll think about it later. <laughs> We're gonna attract such a weird mix of viewership. Either someone is gonna watch us for our mukbang and then saying like, what the heck is going on? Or they watch us for the cats. Like, why are they eating? <laughs> like, this is, I, as far as I know, this has never been happening before. So we're just mixing two fandoms together. <laughs> Not the, that guy, uh, James Gordon, and Rebel Wilson. I thought he got transported to like to like another dimension or something. It's not another oh, dimension. No. It's just a crash oh, road. The barge. The barge. So yeah, that one's called uh, a barge. It's, in London. It's, it's, it's a raft, but it's bigger. Oh, oh. one of those British slangs. British slang. Yeah, that is a British slang. <laughs> American. <laughs> <laughs> From the creator of uh fuck cats. Uh no. 
let me. <laughs> That's on the trailer from the creator of. Oh fuck, cats. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm really hoping cats in real life doesn't think of themselves like this. What is on her leg? Her foot. Uh, yeah, no shit. Like her... <laughs> she got like some kind of she got, like some kind of chain or something on her leg. Oh, yeah, let's see. I mean, if she stands up, maybe we can see. I know, but stand up. We're not gonna see the leg ever again. I'm gonna see her leg. What's on the leg? That was the only shot of her leg. The only thing we're gonna see is Taylor Swift leg. Not not Taylor Swift leg, her leg. They're really not gonna show her legs. Why are we so. I love that. They don't have the budget for the low waist. <laughs> <laughs> I love that how, how most critics say the one revealing thing is this particular performance and we're just talking about her legs in the 60s. <laughs> the whole movie is a garbage bin. Hey, you know what? You know what? The, the ability to sing, you know, it's really good. That's for sure. The singing part. I mean, obviously, they hired a lot of, like, singers. Uh, yeah. And the actress no, that you can't sing real. You know, you know, honestly, so far, the songs are okay, you know, it's good. If I wasn't <laughs> watching the movie, I think I'd enjoy the songs. It's fine. Yeah, I would go on a limb here and say that if they make the cats look like the cat from Cat in the Hat, people will love this movie. It'll be oh, worse. They won't, <laughs> but it'll probably be better. <laughs> it won't be as nightmarish as this. It won't be a nightmare. He'll just be bad. If they do, I mean, Garfield, it might be better. <laughs> the Bill Murray Garfield. Oh, she didn't get to show legs. God damn it! No, <laughs> show me the legs. <laughs> no, she's wearing a coat. Damn you'll it. never, you'll never know it now. <laughs> I'm the only one who gets to see it. You guys know that one of them is gonna get picked, right? Do you think he's gonna be the main character who got picked, or do you think someone else? Oh, I already know who got picked. Oh, you already know. Yeah. I have a feeling Jennifer Hudson's not gonna get picked. I hope James Corden just get picked and so he die. <laughs> what? <laughs> he wants to die and he'll be as a James Corden. See what happens. <laughs> the, the, views and opinion, the views and opinions of Kelvin does not reflect the whole councilman. Disclaimer. God, the CGI is so bad. They just yep. got run over as this happened. Dude, this looks like 2004 <laughs> Holy shit, how small are the cats? <laughs> they really... <laughs> ring fit through yeah. her arm, girl. That, that go, like this big. The CGI feels like Polar Express. Yeah, that's exactly yes. what I That's why I said 2004-ish. I kinda wish it, uh... What's his name? McGregor was in this movie. I, I, I want an Irish cat. <laughs> and he starts using a bagpipe. Yeah, I want to see that. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Does it mean I Irish accent? Like, I don't know, maybe a fighter cat kind of thing, you know, Wait. Conor McGregor in there. Oh, you're talking about Conor McGregor. I was like, even McGregor is an Irish. No, 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 no. Yeah, Conor McGregor. You, like he a, he would he be so bad either. He just dropped yeah. down like, hello there. <laughs> hello there. And, and then he starts singing Your Guest instead. Oh, wait, wrong musical. 
Uh, um. Oh. What? Makavati! The drill have your pierced through the heavens! Is it Makavati? It's Makavati! 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 Calvin's really enjoying his name. <laughs> I, I want to watch this. That's Taylor Swift. That's Taylor Swift. Oh, wait, she okay. killed the real I think. I remember this from a trailer, I think. Oh, so she's evil. She is? I guess. She erases the real I prefer oh, him with a coat on. Wear your clothes oh. back. Wear your clothes. Oh, 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 no. Dude. He's disturbingly shiny. <laughs> He's disturbingly like. No, no, like, I have like, oh, a oh, No, no, I'm looking away for this one. Something is very uncanny about Idris Elba. It's like McCavity just like jumped into a tub of conditioner, you know? <laughs> <laughs> He is very shiny. Yeah. Look, look how shiny that is. It looks like she's like sun tanning. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, around her mouth and around her eyes, like very white. Seriously, where is Isabella's feet? <laughs> Do we have to rewind just to see what Albert saw? No, no, I don't want to. No. <laughs> They're never gonna show her feet. Like, I, there's like some kind of chain or whatever, like it's some kind of weird boot. But you'll never see it now. Silver feels so entitled. You'll <laughs> <laughs> never see it now. <laughs> the, I'll wait till oh, one day put that on his resume. Fog <laughs> Isabella's feet. Thank you so much for watching these highlights from our commentary track for Cats. This has been an interesting experiment, and if you would like to watch the whole movie with us, you can download our full commentary track on the Councilman podcast feed or on Jaw Movies YouTube channel starting April 15th. You can also follow Arik at Arik Andrea, Tegu at TG23399, Kelvin at KYAs27, and Albert at JAWiraDharma. Also follow the Councilman at Councilman Show on Twitter and Instagram, and until next time, the Council has spoken.